Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Breaking news alert. Breaking news alert. Breaking, that's how you, that's the breaking news sounder. That, that's the new one for the Mark K Show. Listen, I just got this. I, I don't know if, you, if you've downloaded our app, then you know all, all about how great it is. Um, the 104.5 WOKV app. And you get these, whenever there's breaking news, you get what's called a, a, an alert on your phone. You don't have to open the app or anything. It just pops up right there. Breaking news. And we just got a breaking news alert. Kamala Harris has canceled campaign events in North Carolina, the swing state of North Carolina, over, can you guess? Anyone want to guess? Anyone want to guess? I'll tell you. A coronavirus outbreak on her campaign staff. Uh, apparently, there were there were two members, it looks like, the two members of Senator Harris's traveling party, uh, a non-staff flight crew member and comms director Liz Allen tested positive for COVID-19 last night, despite the mask wearing, despite the social distancing, despite the little circles where the press has to sit and they can't, you know, despite standing on stage with each other, despite all of the precautions, somehow Kamala Harris's staff has contracted uh, COVID-19. And now, now they are forced to cancel campaign events in North Carolina. Break it. That's just breaking news. Right? I just want to let you know that. 855-765-1045. So if you were going to the Kamala Harris event in North Carolina... First of all, why? Second of all, it's canceled. So the so the seven of you have to find something else uh, to do uh, this evening. Speaking of this evening, man, it is, I'll tell you, it is dueling campaign events. I kind of like this better than the debate. I'm thinking about it. The more I think about it, the more I like this better than the, the debate. If we go back in the history of this campaign, we remember that uh, the Wednesday after wait was the debate when was the vice presidential debate it was on a wednesday it was on a tuesday right it was on the a vice wednesday presidential? it yes. was on a wednesday okay thursday morning we walked in here and at 7:30 a.m. after the vice presidential debate it was it was such a i mean mike pence we all remember kamala harris they met mike pence just just blew her away everyone was like this guy is the bee's knees the fly on the head it was a huge event uh, the the morning after at 7:30 a.m. the the bipartisan or nonpartisan whatever debate commission announced they were going to be changing the next debate which was scheduled for yesterday in Miami wait or today I'm um, today in Miami rather uh, they were scheduling that debate uh, to be a virtual debate they no longer wanted Donald Trump who had tested positive for COVID-19 they no longer wanted him on the same stage with Joe Biden they were going to let the, the two candidates appear virtually from wherever they wanted to appear and then the uh, town hall format would continue to go on in Miami now president trump said i want to appear in miami and i want joe biden to be there too i'll be to and he is totally healthy he's already doing campaign events he's clear he is covid free he's not contagious if he coughs on you you will probably live uh, and that's where we are today. Donald Trump wanted to go ahead and do the town hall the way it was was uh, originally planned. But the debate commission with the Joe Biden campaign decided, no, we're going to do it virtually, at which point Donald Trump said, I'm not doing it at all, at which point the whole thing got canceled. 
Joe Biden thought he was being cute by contacting ABC, his good friend George Stephanopoulos, all the folks at ABC who are in the bag for the Democratic candidate. He contacted them. The campaign said, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't we do the live town hall anyway? We'll do it on the 15th, as we already planned, and we'll just have Joe Biden show up and you can air it and it'll be a huge event. And so the ABC, they jumped on it. They were all over it. They're like, yes, that's a great idea. Yes, of course, we want to do anything for Joe Biden. We want to try to prop this guy up as much as he needs propping so that he can go out and win the election. And then Donald Trump's campaign said, well, wait a minute. We want to do a town hall, too. Why don't we go to another network like, say, NBC? We'll go to NBC and we will schedule a town hall and we'll do it at the same time. So tonight you have dueling presidential town halls cbs i'm sorry abc featuring sleepy joe biden donald trump president of the united states and reigning champ on nbc and this to me is a it's a better matchup because now not only not only do we get to see how these two interact and answer the questions but we get to truly see who's more interested in which candidate via the ratings and you know friday morning the overnight ratings that's going to be that's going to be huge news if the joe biden if the joe biden town hall somehow beats out donald trump's town hall on nbc it's going to be uh it's going to be a, a, a you know a, a grim day for the republicans but if donald trump shellacks joe biden with his nbc town hall um you know you're going to hear about it forever and today that's one of the big things i i don't know again it's tricky because I really want to watch the Donald Trump town hall because I, I enjoy watching him. I enjoy watching him interact with the people, and I think that he's going to do a great job. However, I kind of am torn. I also like to watch Joe Biden events, especially when they're live, because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what he's going to say. You never know how many people he's going to say died from this thing when really it was a fraction of that. You never know what state he's going to say he's in, what uh, he what, you know, um, position he's running for in the United States government. It could be. I mean, the guy is totally unpredictable in, in not the way that Donald Trump is unpredictable, where you're like, oh, my God, who's he going to insult now? But but in the way, like, what the hell is this guy even going to say? So it could be I don't know if I'm going to watch. I don't know if I'm going to watch Joe Biden live and then watch clips of Donald Trump later or watch Donald Trump live and watch clips of Catch Joe the Biden. highlights later. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just watch Big Brother on CBS and watch clips of both of them. later. Could you on. just put two TVs side by side and then just like watch them at the same time and just kind of watch the madness and have I, different headphones connected to each one. And, kind of left and ear, then put right like ear. one on each ear. Yeah. I mean, no, that's way too. <laughs> I want to actually be able to understand what's going on. I want to be able to understand what's going on. You know what would be great is if we, uh, if if they could actually, if if it could work out where we have them both going at the same time, but if they could break in between so that we, you know, I guess that would just be like a debate. So anyway, or like what if (laughs) we can't do TV this way because it's not how it works. But what if like one of them was on while the other was on commercial break, and the other was on while the other is on the commercial break? Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, is that what you were meaning? What, uh, which one are you going to watch, do you think, tonight, Hannah? I don't know. It depends which one. Okay, Josh could watch Biden. I could watch Trump. And then you could watch both. And then we'll How about all... that? If you're what watching... time do they start again? Listen, if you're watching Trump and you're watching Biden, I'm not watching either of them. Well, because no. Because you, you guys can just come so in here and tell me what happens. What are you watching? So you don't know what you're going to watch? Which one would you prefer to watch? Trump. 
Trump, how about you? I've seen a lot of Trump rallies. Yeah. And I haven't seen as many Biden rallies. Well, that's because so there aren't as many Biden Exactly, yeah. So I, I just say, catch the, uh, the new show. So you're like, it's like watching it's a, like unicorn. a newer episode. It's yeah. more yeah. entertaining. <laughs> would you rather, would you rather see a unicorn or would you rather see a horse, which you see 5,000 of? <laughs> I'm sorry, yes, it's more entertaining to what? I, I think it's sometimes more like just surprise. I don't know. Trump is a pretty surprising guy. But Biden, like, you're just like, what are you talking about? So I might want to watch Biden just yeah. to like... I think that may happen. I think, and you're right about the rallies. So many Trump supporters have been to rallies, have Mm -hmm. watched rallies. They stream them on. There was another huge one in Iowa yesterday. Uh, There's going to be more all weekend long. Then maybe you take this opportunity to spy Joe Joe Biden and see exactly uh, what he said. Interesting question. Star Star Nine or Star Star One Zero Four Five or Eight Five Five Seven Six Five One Zero Four Five. There's two choices tonight. You can watch Donald Trump live doing a town hall with Savannah Guthrie on NBC, or you can watch Joe Biden live doing a town hall with I want to say George Stephanopoulos on ABC. Which one do you pick, and why? Star Star One Zero Four Five. We'll get some of your phone calls here in just a minute. Also, this is this was the big news yesterday. It was twofold. We talked about the Hunter Biden story. We uh, we read you the emails that they were found on his laptop and rested as soon as that story broke. It was suppressed by major social media networks, Facebook, Twitter, not and not even hiding it. They announced that before this story was even fact checked, before they could go in and find some kind of third party to verify it. They were taking the New York Post article and suppressing it, either deleting it or deleting accounts that shared it. They were not going to let it spread through their algorithm. On Twitter, they started saying that this this link could not be shared because we feel like it could be dangerous. The New York Post, I mean, the New York Post, fairly reputable paper. We're not talking about a trash tabloid. We're not talking about one of those fake news websites that just pops up around election time. This is the New York Post. They're the fourth highest circulation paper in the country. And they published the story. They had the information. We have to assume they verified and fact-checked it, as most newspapers do, except, of course, the New York Times and the Washington Post. And they set it out there, and Twitter and Facebook arbitrarily decided that it was fake news and was not to be spread. Well, not only that, by the way, not only that, they started to shut down or lock out users of accounts that spread the story. And if you can believe this, they locked the New York Post out of their own Twitter account yesterday for sharing a news story that the New York Post wrote. So they post this thing on Twitter and Twitter locks them out, says you can't post it, you're posting fake news. Kaylee McEnany, White House press secretary, retweeted that article. And guess what Twitter did? Locked her out of her account. Kaylee McEnany, the White House press secretary, locked out of her account for sharing a news story from the New York Post. This set off a firestorm on Capitol Hill. Ted Cruz, who is the chairman of the Constitution subcommittee, and no slouch, Ted Cruz sent a letter as the chairman of the Constitution subcommittee to Facebook demanding answers, demanding to know why they suppressed it, demanding to know whose decision it was, demanding to know if any other articles about Donald Trump and his family had ever been suppressed. Articles about Donald Trump's tax returns, which were also leaked, were they suppressed? If they, uh, they wrote letters to Twitter. Senator Hawley has been writing letters to Twitter demanding the same information with this Hunter Biden story. Not only has the lid finally been blown off of the of the corruption in the Hunter Biden or in the Joe Biden family since day one, but now we're really starting to see how how dastardly the social media companies are in censoring information that is negative against one candidate and not the other. I mean, we knew it was happening, but it's never been this blatant. 
either they're feeling really confident that their guy is going to win so they can just come out and say, yeah, we're censoring you. We don't give a flying flip. Or they're scared to death that they're going to lose. And they're doing everything in their power to squelch the uh, the information that could turn their candidate into uh, just another big Democrat loser. 855-765-1045. We got to take a break already. I've been talking too long. But we got some of your phone calls already lining up. Who is going to watch Biden? Who's going to watch Trump and why? We've got your open mic messages. We've got what the bleep. We've got so much to do today and so very little time to get it all all, uh, crammed in. So I'll shut up. We'll take a break and we'll be right back on 104.5 WOKV. My name is Mark K. 855 765 1045. Question of the day today is uh, there's two dueling town halls tonight. Donald Trump on NBC, Joe Biden on ABC. Which one will you choose and why? Why would you want to see something that's boring and lies when you could see something that's exciting and giving the truth on what he's given to America? Come on now. I assume he's talking about Donald Trump. Is that's probably where he'll, where he'll be tuning in because he said exciting and truth, and those are the two things. Uh, those are the, basically the two biggest words that would describe a Donald Trump town hall, as opposed to a Joe Biden one, which is kind of yeah, you know, it's kind of kind of boring. I would just say kind of boring. Also, you know, here's another good reason why not to watch the Joe Biden one. Do you really think they're going to ask Biden any tough questions? You know, th- that's true. They're not going to ask him about. Um, they're not going to ask him at all, anything about court packing because he's not going to answer it, even if they did. If they say, you're going to pack a court, say, I'm not going to answer that question because I'll lose. And then the second thing they're going to do is they're probably going to avoid this Hunter Biden thing altogether. Um, I might actually watch a little bit of the Joe Biden thing to see if they start with that. If you're Joe Biden and you realize that your son is all over the news today, all over the, the Internet, causing this stir because emails that he wrote implicate you in basically a bribery scheme, implicate you in in selling your position as vice president for money, implicate you and your and the rest of your family, I might add, in some really treacherous things um, that could probably put a lot of you away for a long time or at least disqualified to be president of the United States. If you were facing that as Joe Biden, I would expect you to show up and, and be asked about it. You might want to have some answers ready. However, again, it's ABC. It's Joe Biden. The audience is going to be packed with people who are are voting for or probably have already voted for Joe Biden. Um, or they're going to be just be, you know, regular people that are there and uh, and they're not going to ask him any tough questions. They're going to ask him, you know, stuff like, um, you know, what do you what do you mix your Metamucil in water or orange juice? You know, that's going to be probably the kind of question. Why orange juice? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That's uh, going to be the, the kind of question that you're going to see at the Joe Biden uh, rally, er, the uh, Joe Biden town hall. And Donald Trump, on the you know, on the other hand, he's going to get every single hard question. He's going to get all these questions. You know, why did you let my grandmother die from coronavirus? That's going to be probably the first question out of whoever's mouth. And probably, let's be honest, every question thereafter will be similar. Uh, why? Why are you packing the court with conservatives, which is their new line of um, you know, uh, their new uh, line on the over on the left, too, that the that court packing is not increasing the number of justices. It's putting nine justices in there that all think the same way. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. This is Jeff in Jacksonville. How are you doing, Jeff? Thanks so much for calling the Marque show. I'm doing good, Mark. I just got two things for you. Sure. One, I've already heard this morning uh, some Dems saying that the Trump painters are going to tune in 
to the rally or the uh, town hall for Trump, which will skew the numbers in his favor, yeah. but they actually hate him. And then the other was, uh, I haven't heard much on the mail-in ballots. Traditionally, people request mail-in because they can't vote in person for some reason. Correct. It's not something that's mailed to everybody on the list, whether they're verified or not. So when they say there's been no a problem in the past, they haven't done this in the past. That's correct. That's exactly right. That's like, that's like, um, you know, it's, think about insurance companies. This is the best example I can come up with. When you're 16 and you get your driver's license, the insurance company, your rates are so freaking high. And you, and you go to the insurance company and you say, why are my rates so high? I've never driven before. I have a clean, I have a spotless driving record. They're like, right. But in this case, it, you're more likely to crash a car or run into somebody or run, or drive it off a cliff. So we're going to give you these high rates because we know that even though you've never gotten behind the wheel of a car, you are more likely to be a problem out there. And the same thing is true of this mail-in ballot uh, you know, vote this year. What We've never done this before. You know, we're getting in the car for the first time. We're 16 years old. We just got our license, and we're going to drive 50 million ballots uh, to people's houses and think that there's not going to be any problems. If we were being insured by Geico, we would have the rates would be astronomical. We'd be riding our bikes because we wouldn't be able to afford it. 855-765-1045. So just because nothing's ever been a problem, it just means that it's probably never, ever been attempted. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got some more of your phone calls here in just a minute. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. We want to know what are you watching tonight? Are you going to be watching the Are you going to be watching the Trump town hall or are you going to be watching the Biden town hall? They're dueling. They're going up right head to head, right against each other. To answer your question on why people want to watch Trump, I don't know if you remember the movie Private Parts when the executives were wondering why everybody hated Howard, but everybody watched him because they want to hear what he's going to say next. That's 100% true. Everybody wants to hear what Donald Trump's going to say and or do. Yesterday in Iowa, halfway through the rally, he took his tie off. And he threw it. He said, he said, should I take my tie off? And everyone was like, woo! And he started stripping right there on stage, took his tie off. And he, uh, and he threw it out into the audience. And I'm pretty sure that uh, it's probably up on eBay somewhere. Uh, because it was, it was pretty impressive. I wish I had that clip, but Hannah apparently was too busy uh, doing traffic. To get that for anyway, we'll get the we'll get you that clip later on today. Plus, we have speaking of clips, we have some great what the bleeps to play, which is going to be what the bleep is our favorite game. We missed it last week because it was just so busy with actual news. But this week we're going to um we're going to make sure that we uh we're going to make sure that we get the what the bleeps in in time because I know that it's it's a real crowd favorite. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five. Uh, 104.5. We got a super chat from Mr. Rover Pilot at the beginning of the show on YouTube. And uh, he super chatted, talked to Lib Friends. I don't know why you do that. Uh, expecting a Biden win surpassing Reagan's 49 states. How do you explain this delusional expectation? They're basically good people, <laughs> which is great. I love that. I love that. He, and look, we're not judging whether or not they're good people. They are probably just they're probably just a little misguided. And that's true. Uh, and, you know, maybe you can't blame them. You have to you have to look at what they've been feeding themselves. You have to look at what the media has been telling them or what their their other liberal friends have been telling them. And the polls, 
I have to tell you, these polls, I thought about, I've been thinking about these polls for a long time because it's the one big question that everyone always asks. They're always like, Mark K, the polls are so bad for Donald Trump. He's down 11 to, to nationally to, to Joe Biden. How is Donald Trump going to come back from that? If you look at any, if you look at any of the, of the major news networks or websites, all it talks about is Donald Trump's miserable polls. The Drudge Report, which I know a lot of people hate now, but the Drudge Report, they say record turnout alarms Republicans. Uh, for early voting and, and mail-in voting. I have a question. Two questions, first of all. First, if there's record people, if there's record turnout at the first day of polling in, say, Georgia, the polls opened in Georgia yesterday, there's record turnout. Republicans are very, very worried. Why are Republicans worried? Why do they think that, why do they just assume, everyone just assumes that all these mail-in ballots that are coming in are are for Joe Biden? Everyone assumes that these people that are lining up that are in line waiting to vote. Everyone just assumes they're going to go vote for Joe Biden. What if these are Trump voters? You know what? If Donald Trump's African-American numbers have been have been skyrocketing. Donald Trump's Latino numbers have been skyrocketing. Donald Trump's base has not gone anywhere. And last time I checked, he won the last election with something like 63 million votes. What if all these people that are mailing in there and Democrats at the last Trump rally in was it in Iowa? No, it was the one before Iowa, which I believe was in Pennsylvania. They always tweet out. They take a lot of information from people. They say, who are you? Are you registered? Have you voted? Twenty six percent of the people at the Trump rally, 26 percent of the people at the Trump rally were Democrats. Twenty six, 13 percent had never voted before ever. So why is the assumption that when you have early records of mail-in ballots or, or re- early voting smashes records in this state, that state, or the other, why is everybody assuming that it's the Democrats getting out and getting out there to vote? Or if it is the Democrats that are getting out to, there to vote, why is everyone assuming that they want Joe Biden to be their president? They may want Donald Trump to be their president because Joe Biden is just too damn old, too damn senile, too damn stupid or too damn radical for them. And they want to make sure that he stays as far away from the White House as humanly possible. Also, since we're talking about polls, the other thing is these polls and and the reason that they're coming out with these rapid fire polls and the reason it seems like every single day Joe Biden is pulling ahead in some other state. And every single day, Joe Biden has a, a new record lead of 14 points or 15 points or 20 points over Donald Trump nationally. Every single poll that comes out, despite the record crowds that Donald Trump, who had COVID-19 last week, was shut up and shut up in the uh, White House last week. Now he's out touring the country to, to thousands and thousands of people showing up everywhere. He's doing two, three rallies a day sometimes. Why is it that people still think Joe Biden's in the lead? I'll tell you why. It's because these polls are these polls basically just show that the Democrats are out of ammo. The Democrats have run out of ammunition and all they have left now are these polls. You know, it's like they had a gun and they had I'm going to use a a metaphor that I know everyone listening can understand. You have a gun. You got a magazine. Right. You got like, what, 10 rounds in it. You put it in there. You, you, you do the thing where you cock it back or whatever and you start firing. And the Democrats have been firing their gun for months. Pew, 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 pew. Trump trashes dead military soldiers, calls them suckers and losers. Pew, pew, pew. And then they look at the target, you know, the target that's shaped like a body. And they think they got two shots right to the chest. And when they look, there's no holes. There's nothing. It bounced right off or they they missed entirely. Nobody cared about the story. Turns out it wasn't even true. On to the next. They take their gun. All right, I still got, I still have eight rounds. Pew, pew. And they shoot right at the heart, just right at the heart. 
with the Bob Woodward tapes. And Bob Woodward's out there, and he's saying, "I right, listen to this. Donald Trump knew in February how deadly the virus was. Donald Trump uh, kept information from you about the coronavirus. Why did Donald Trump do this? And Donald Trump comes out and says, I didn't want to cause panic throughout the country, which is a completely understandable excuse. And it also is something that you would expect a responsible president of the United States to do while he's also fighting diligently to to quell the suffering and to stop the virus and to create a vaccine and doing, as Dr. Fauci said, everything right. Couldn't imagine anyone doing anything more than what Donald Trump was doing. That's two more shots. They thought they got him in the heart. Again, they missed the target entirely. Then it was his taxes. Oh, the New York Times, they were going to just unload. Bam, 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 bam. They were going to, that was it, man. That was the kill shot. Trump's taxes, he only paid $750. Nobody cared. Trump got coronavirus. Nobody cared. He came back. He's on the campaign trail. Their gun is empty. Their gun is empty. There's an ammunition shortage. They, they have nothing else to get on Donald Trump. So they just they just come up with these polls. They're like, "Well, listen, nothing we tried could could land. We couldn't land a single hit on his body. He's still standing. He's stronger than ever. Let's just throw some let's throw some but they're like picking up the shell casings and they're just tossing them at the target now. Like maybe if we make up some polls, people will be convinced that Donald Trump doesn't have a chance and they'll stay home. They're all out of ammo. And so from now until the election day, all you're going to hear is how Joe Biden's poll numbers are so great. Meanwhile, thousands and thousands and thousands of people are going out to see Donald Trump in Iowa, in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, in Florida, in Wisconsin. He's not going to stop. And if you have thousands and thousands of people going out to see a presidential candidate when he comes to town for a rally, don't you think those thousands and thousands of people will be going to the polls between now and Election Day? to cast their vote for that same candidate. And if 26% of those people are Democrats and they're taking time out to go hear what Donald Trump has to say, and they're seeing what uh, they're hearing Donald Trump's message for a greater America, and they're feeling the enthusiasm for the president of the United States. If 26% of those people are Democrats, don't you think a lot of those people are going to go and vote for Donald Trump? And if so, doesn't that really spell trouble for Joe Biden? Actually, I don't think Joe Biden could spell trouble. I don't think <laughs> T B R U L. You you know the thing. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Guys, take a quick break. We got a bunch of your calls coming up here in just a minute. Plus, some what the bleep is on the way. Very funny what the bleep today. If I do say so myself. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Stay tuned. More of the Marquee Show coming up on one zero four point five WOKV. <laughs> Okay, show. My name is Marquet. Also, they both enjoy Joe Biden cookies. Eight, <laughs> what? I'm trying. Sure. 855-765-1045 eight, eight, five, 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 uh, is our number. Or you can leave us an open mic message. Um, just go to our mobile app, 104.5 WOKV, and whatever you want to record and send, we'll play. See? 855-765-1045. Uh, this is Eli in Israel. Hi, Eli. How are you? Thanks for calling the Marquet Show. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? We're doing great, Eli. Oh, what do you want to say today? Okay, thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. So, at the beginning of your show, you were debating with your staff which town hall to watch. Correct, yes. So do you want to know which one I'm going to watch? I would love to know. Which one are you going to watch over in Israel? 
Okay, to be honest with you, at first I, I said I'm going to watch Biden. Mm -hmm. But since I'm seven hours ahead of you, and it's in the middle of the night, I'm afraid I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> so, so I'm going to watch, like every night I watch uh, Trump Valley in the middle of the night. Sure. <laughs> I'm probably going to watch uh, the town hall uh, with Trump. Yeah, we don't, but, uh, we don't want you to fall asleep. I want you to, to give me a few minutes. I want to... I have a lot of friends in uh, Florida, especially in Miami, a lot of Israeli friends. Yeah. And I know in Florida, in Florida, a big uh, Jewish community. Yeah. And uh, I would like to say a few words to them and appeal them to vote for Trump. And, of course, uh, Trump is the best president ever uh, that was uh, taught Israel. He supports Israel 100%. Uh, I can mention a few things that he did that yeah. other president didn't do, like he moved the, the embassy to Jerusalem. Correct, that's a huge one. He, he defended Israel in the international court. Correct. He defended Israel in the UN. He canceled the Iran deal, of course. Yeah. And uh, recently he just uh, made peace with uh, between Israel and two Arab, big Arab states. That's right, UAE and Bahrain. So, so, I mean, th that's yeah. a list of accomplishments between Israel and a U.S. president that I don't think we've ever seen since Israel became a nation uh, after World War II, right. correct? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely right. Eli, hey, so listen. I, wanna, I know you in Florida, so yeah. I know a lot of uh, Jewish, big Jewish community there, and a lot of Israelis in Florida, and I hope they're listening to your show. And I, I beg so them, too. and I want to tell them that if they love Israel, there's only one choice, to vote for Trump. Yeah. Eli, thank you so much for calling, man. We really appreciate it. And uh, definitely watch the Trump rally because we don't want, <laughs> want you passing it. I'll be honest with you. This thing's on at, what, 9 o'clock tonight? And I'll probably fall asleep if I watch the Biden one, too. But, uh, but you know, and that's a great point, too. When you, look at, when you look at what Donald Trump has done, not just for America, but for other countries around the world, uh, you know, our friends in Israel have never had a better friend than Donald Trump. And that's why when he moved the embassy back to Jerusalem and they, 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 uh, they renamed the, what are the Trump Square or Trump Plaza or Trump Garden, whatever, right there in front, you can go to Israel and visit Trump Square. It's right in front of the uh, the embassy in Jerusalem, and that's something that very few presidents um, – that's the kind of honor that very few presidents have. 855-765-1045 is, uh, is our number. Thanks for calling. Andrew in North Carolina. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Hey, Mark. How you been? Oh, doing, been great, man. What do you want to say, Andrew? Oh, by the way, Andrew. Andrew. Hey. Hey, listen, I don't know if yeah. you heard – don't go to the Kamala Harris rally in North Carolina. It's been canceled because her staffers have come down with COVID-19. Oh, yeah, the Channel 9 down here. It's like the CNN of Charlotte. They oh, yeah? Me a notification. Oh, they, yeah, they okay. me a notification. All right, so. Like, Thanks for that information. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I didn't know if you were planning on going to the Kamala Harris rally, but don't because it ain't happening. Uh, what did you want to say? No, not a, not a, not a, I wanted to tell you that uh, today's like early voting in North Carolina. It started yeah. today, and uh, all those fake polls this morning about how he's beaten us in double digits. I, I thought I was driving through a Trump parade just to get to the polls. <laughs> so it was like, I was like, these people don't know what they're talking about. I mean, the, the level of enthusiasm here is insane. I should have taped it for you. It was like the, 
you can just feel it coming off of everybody everywhere oh, you go. I bet, not, man. I bet, Andrew. And that is, and, you know, and that's what people don't. Let me explain to you because, you know, my wife, too, we always talk about it. She's like, these polls, they all have Biden. So let me explain to you how easy it is to come up with a fake poll. Are you ready? Here we go. This just in, a breaking Mark K show poll shows Donald Trump is 22 points ahead in the state of Florida over Joe Biden. There you go. That's how these people are making up their polls. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, thanks for calling, man. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. I have another question about these polls, this early voting, because, you know, he said early voting started in North Carolina, starting in Florida next week, started in Georgia yesterday. And you see these news headlines, people, the longest lines ever. People had to wait all day for early voting. I saw in Georgia, some woman was like, I took off of work so I could come here and early vote. And I've been waiting here for six hours. They show hundreds of um, these people don't understand what early voting is. It's not just one day you have until election. You don't have to wait in line. It's early voting. If you go and you see a 100,000 people lined up for early voting, just say, hey, screw it. I'll come back next week. Because I guarantee by next week, the lines will have, the lines will have, I don't know why these people are going the first day. You know, it's not like the iPhone. They're not going to sell out. It's not like if it's early voting right now, if you get there by, by six o'clock, I'm sorry, all the votes are gone. You missed your opportunity. 85576. I'm just explaining. If you're thinking of going for early voting in Florida on Monday and you get there and there's a really long line, just go on Tuesday or Wednesday or the day you have until election day, actually. To vote. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. We're going to get back to uh, more of this. We got a lot of people want to chat about Hunter Biden and this new scandal and Facebook and Twitter admitting openly, yes, we censor conservative news and news that could be harmful to Joe Biden. Just like in case you didn't know it, we actually we're just going to tell you now. That's what we do. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. I think it's in everybody's best interest to watch both town halls tonight. This is a very interesting Senate race. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. It's important we hear from both candidates for Senate. Uh, so you should definitely watch. you should definitely watch Donald Trump's campaign as well as Joe Biden. By the way, speaking of Joe Biden in the campaign, we were just talking about this last week. I don't remember if we were talking about it on the air or on the stream because they both kind of – maybe I was just talking to myself in the bathroom. That happens too. But we got a, a corporate email about um, – oh, wait. Never mind. It says confidential. I can't read it. But basically, apparently what's happening is – I'll just summarize. I won't actually – can't read it, but I can paraphrase. I'm like, <laughs> I think that's fine. Absolutely. Let me, let me read this email. Confidential. Oops. Uh, <laughs> No, but the, but basically they said what ha what's happening is they wanted to make sure everyone was clear on the policy because the Joe Biden campaign has been reaching out to radio stations. Which I'm very offended, by the way. My first thought was he didn't reach out to this one. I We haven't gotten a call. In fact, we have contacted Joe Biden how many times now, Anna? I don't know, like 15? Like 15 times. <laughs> 15 times we've contacted the Joe Biden campaign and said, come on our show. We have some questions for especially today. Today, we have even more questions. For Joe Biden about Hunter Biden, about court packing, about why he won't answer questions about how much money he got as part. Because that's the other thing with this Hunter Biden thing. There's text messages to his sister, apparently, where he allegedly says, you know, uh, you know, and again, I'm paraphrasing, you know, dad's not going to take a 10 percent cut this time like he did with you. And so you've got I mean, you've got this smoking gun that the that the Biden campaign, they are not even denying they're not even denying the truth. 
They're not even denying that these emails exist or were sent. They're just saying that the one big thing that they came up with was we checked the White House logs from when this meeting was supposed to have taken place. And there was no meeting on the vice president's schedule that day. Oh, so that clears it all up. Because, you know, schedules, because that's the kind of meeting you're going to schedule. If you're scheduling a meeting with a Ukrainian leader who's doing business with your son illegally and who you're skimming 10 percent of two million dollars off the top of, you're not you're definitely going to put that one on the White House calendar. You're definitely going to put that one on the White House calendar. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, four, five. But anyway, Hannah, Josh, if the Biden campaign reaches out to either of you, we'll say yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Say when, where. We got, and also because, and I'll, I don't, I will extend this invitation too. Since we had Eric Trump on, who's not a political figure, who's not running for any offices, but since we had the son of the president on, we will even extend an invitation to the son of the vice president, Hunter Biden. That's very courteous. I thought so. Either How one kind? of them, either one of them would be what acceptable. What would you ask him? Hunter Biden? His favorite food? I would ask him if I could borrow $2 million, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but we'll get, to, uh, we'll get to all that here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Deborah is in Jacksonville. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Hi. How are you doing? You make me laugh as much as Trump rallies. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'll take that as a compliment, Deborah. Thanks so much for that. And talk about Trump's rallies. Uh, since he seems like he's emulating um, Elvis with the tie instead of a scarf. Yeah. So my recommendation that he should probably get a couple of Elvis of this song when I would start up the start of the campaign or the um, rally with Burning Love and then at the end I would either play the American Trilogy or If I Have a Dream If oh. I Can Dream yeah. and the best one to go to is what was released in 2015 by the RPOF Okay, all right, all good. Hey, thanks so much for calling me. That's like a little music history for you. Uh, they're from Deborah in Jacksonville. Listen, these, a word on these Trump rallies. You know, and I, I haven't been to a Trump rally post-COVID-19, post-Donald Trump's COVID-19. The last one I went to was in Cincinnati. And, and, you know, the first year, the Trump rallies, I went to one of the first ones here in Florida. It was in Tampa. And then I went to one in Jacksonville. And then I went to a couple of others. And as the campaign got closer and closer to the election, as Donald Trump got more hyped and as the polls kept moving in his favor and as it looked like Donald Trump actually could win the election in 2016, the rallies got crazier and wilder and more fun. And the energy and the enthusiasm just exploded, exploded. It was volcanic. And this time around, we went, I think the first rally we went to was in Orlando last year when he announced officially his candidacy for president again. He was like, look, we're going to announce the candidacy. We're going to do it in Orlando. It was sweltering. I mean, it was June in Orlando. Hannah and I were standing out there in dresses. Well, she was in a dress. I, I was, I was, I was in a Marcasio t-shirt. <laughs> and we're standing out there like sweat, like our makeup is dripping down our faces. Hannah's it was makeup. so hot. And um, yeah, Hannah's makeup. And and basically, I mean, I looked pr- pretty much normal. You looked like you were well dressed, but, but you know, also also sweaty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was you know, and that one was huge. But then we went to Cincinnati. Then we went to the other one. We started traveling around, and the Trump rallies again got bigger and more boisterous. And I've been as ever ever since I had to you know ever since I couldn't get the VIP passes, I've stopped going because I don't want to go. I don't want to go in the media section anymore. But the one in Jacksonville here, all we heard the next day was how incredible it was. Then coronavirus hit the White House. COVID-19 hit the president. He had to, had to hunker down for two weeks, 10 days. He couldn't do anything. And now he's back. And I'm watching these rallies on YouTube. I'm watching them stream live. And I'm thinking to myself, these rallies are the best rallies I've ever seen. Him taking off his tie. I'm going to take my tie off. Is that okay? I mean, the people love it. His message has never been clearer. He gets out there and he, and he has no holds barred. 
No holds barred. He sit, he talks about all kinds of things that people need to know about, and he does it without without it, without abandon and without apology. He says, "Here's what's happening now, and you can see it. Here's how left leaning the, the 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 Democrats have become. They're defunding the police. None of the police." want Joe Biden to be president. They're scared of what's going to happen to them should Joe Biden become president. Poor uh, people in poor communities, you know, in urban centers, they're scared what's going to happen to them if Joe Biden becomes president and they can't call the police because, let's face it, that's where all the crime is. And then when you look at everyone else who's who's running out there to protect their gun rights because Joe Biden and Beto O'Rourke have already said, we're going to take away your guns. You know, when everyone who wants to not have their small business go under because they're forced to pay higher taxes or, uh, you know, support a, a higher minimum wage. And then, you know, what's going to happen? They're not going to be able to afford their business. They're going to have to fire people. They're going to have to declare bankruptcy. It's going to be it's going to be the worst economy ever. And Donald Trump is out there telling people this. The rallies now that he's back from COVID-19, they just seem they just seem bigger and badder and better and more exciting. And the president himself just seems to have this euphoric enthusiasm that is that is spreading. And that's why you see all these people flocking to, for example, Friday in Ocala at four o'clock. There's a rally. If you haven't ever been to a Donald Trump rally and you've always wanted to go, I urge you try to get to the one in Ocala, because after this election, win or lose, there won't be any more Trump rallies. Donald Trump will be on his second term. And there's not going to be any more. And if you've ever if you've ever thought, God, I want to see one just once. I want to experience that just one time. One time. Ocala's the place this Friday. And if you're in Wisconsin, he's going to be in Wisconsin on Saturday or Michigan on Sunday. He's going all over. If you're in a swing state, you have an opportunity to go out there and show your support and see what it's all about. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. One oh four five. This is uh, let's see. We let's go to Quentin in Arizona. Hi, Quentin. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys? We're doing great, Quentin. What's up, man? What do you want to say? So I just I, I really I really feel like I just don't understand why it is that these Democrats seem to do whatever they want and nobody says anything to them. Like any free thinking American should be like outraged by this. I mean, they they literally. Do whatever they want, and then you got these this this scandal about the Hunter Biden emails that they just censor and push away and act like it's no big deal, right? Yeah. When they're calling Trump a liar and telling him that he's falsely accusing, and you know, this this whole thing is just it's 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 gross. You know, I I will tell you this. I there's a reason why the Democrats do whatever they want, Quentin, and I'll get into that here in just a minute. It's it's real simple. Uh, they do whatever they want because uh, of the reason I'm going to tell you in like five. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. The Marcation will be right back on 104.5 WOKV. Mark, I am obsessed with your show. I listen to it every day. I can't wait to hear you. Thank you so much for being here for us. And I love your show. I wish I worked for you. I wish I could work in your office. You guys seem so fun, such fun people to work with. Thanks. You know, she seems uh, really smart. We should probably give her a job. Yeah, we got an opening, right? Yeah, if you love the show and you're obsessed with it, uh, by all means, send your resumes to 11700 <laughs> Central <laughs> Parkway. 32224 uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. And we a little breaking news. Twitter has locked another Trump account, the official Trump campaign account. 
This is this is not just like a, a Trump surrogate or this is not just like a person who is infatuated with Trump. This is the official Donald Trump reelection campaign account. They've blocked it for sharing a Hunter Biden video. Uh, Team Trump blocked by Twitter. Now, this is this is after Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, tweeted out yesterday. Our communication around our actions on the New York Post article is not great and blocking URL sharing via uh, URL sharing via Twitter or DM without with zero context as to why we're blocking unacceptable. Now, that's like a non-apology apology. But now but the, the censorship continues after Ted Cruz sent letters to Facebook and Twitter, after uh, Senator Hawley sent letters to Twitter and Facebook, you know that there's going to be some kind of Senate action on these social media networks interfering now, openly interfering in the election, not just saying we're we're canceling Russian bots or we think this is fake news from some kind of Russian interference or we think China's meddling in the election. So we're shutting down these fake accounts. No, this is the official Trump account. It's been locked out. The account for Kaylee McEnany, the official White House press secretary, her account shut down. Also, the New York Post, a very reputable New York paper, a national paper with a story about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden potentially involved in criminal activity while he was vice president. They're locked out of their account. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous that this keeps happening over and over again, that they don't think that they're going to have to that there's that there's not going to be repercussions for this kind of thing. There definitely will be. And it will listen if for whatever reason Joe Biden happens to win this election, it's going to be bad for these social medias, uh, media companies, because the Senate is going to drag them in over the next few months and rake them over the coals. And there's going to be legislation put forward to, to block what, you know, to keep them from doing this again. This is why, look, when you go to vote, we talk a lot about the presidential election because it's super important. You know, getting Donald Trump another four years in office is important for the United States of America. But keeping the Senate in firm control of, of the Republic, you don't want one party control of every single branch of government. And that's why we had a guy just call in. He goes, man, I don't understand. Why do the Democrats think they can just do anything and get away with it? And the reason is because they can and the big difference between Democrats and Republicans is that Democrats, they don't care what they have to do, what they have to say, who they have to fight, who they have to attack. They don't care what kind of lie they have to tell, what kind of BS documents they have to make up. They don't care who they have to throw in prison, whose life they have to ruin. They don't care about any of that. When they want something, they go and they get it done and they band together and they fight dirty and they fight hard. And Republicans, for whatever reason, don't do it. If the Republicans, if the Republicans fought half as hard as the Democrats with the great ideas that they have for this country, and Donald Trump is a great example. He's slowly changing the Republican Party. You've got people now like Ted Cruz who are in the Senate and are fighting hard. You've got people like Doug Collins who's in the Congress and fighting hard and not afraid to take the fight to Nancy Pelosi and take the fight to the Democrats. You've got Donald Trump who's in there every day swinging and landing punches and doing exactly what the Democrats have been doing for years. But the Republicans, they're too scared. They're too timid. They don't want bad press. You know, they're they're afraid of the media. The me They're afraid of Twitter. For crying out loud, they're afraid that they're going to start trending on Twitter negatively. They're afraid that they're going to say or do something and all of a sudden they're going to be trending on Twitter and people are going to be calling them racist or misogynist or stupid or saying delete your account or whatever. And they can't hack it. It's too much ego. 
And there's no there's no place for it. What the Republican Party needs going forward and what Donald Trump is is facilitating is getting people out there with great conservative ideas like, oh, I don't know, protecting the police department from being defunded, keeping our borders secure from terrorism and criminals, uh, making sure that our taxes are low and you keep more of your money so that you can spend it in the way that you feel is best for your family and not fork it over to the government so they can spend it on whatever ridiculous kickbacks to their friends and family members they want to spend it on. And if you don't think that's true, just pick up yesterday's New York Post because that's exactly what happens. This is this. These are the ideas that conservatives have. They're awesome ideas. What they don't have is a backbone. They don't have fight. They don't have chutzpah and they don't stick together. They turn on each other like Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, such a snake in the grass, man. He turns on the very all these never Trumpers, Lincoln Project, Joe Walsh, you name it. They're all they're all just spineless uh, you know, uh, I, I, I mean, there's they're basically spineless traitors to the Republican cause. And what that does is it bolsters the Democrats. And if you are if you are giving ammunition to the Democrats, then you are a Democrat. If you are making it easier for the left to get their way, then you are one of them. You are just as guilty, if not more so. And that's why the De- that's why the Democrats get whatever they want, because the media apologizes for them and the Republicans are scared to stand up to them. And if the Republicans were the other way around, man, we wouldn't have a we wouldn't have a care in the world. You'd have money. We'd all be safe. It would be cool. There'd be no racism because the Democrats wouldn't be out there trying to stoke it for their own personal gain. It would be as close to utopia as as we could get. But unfortunately, one side has all the really great ideas and the other side has all the chutzpah. And man, it's it, that's why it's such a fight. And that's why everyone says we're so divided. I'll tell you, man, I, if you if you look at it, there are no Democrats out there helping the Republicans the way these never Trumpers are helping the Democrats. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All right. Time for some what the bleep this is very exciting. We need two contestants. We have some things that we've taken some clips we've taken from uh, the week. And it's been a busy week, man. What with all these hearings and whatnot and rallies and so forth. So if you want to play, get on the horn right now. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is the number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. What the bleep is coming up next on one, oh, four point five WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. And it's time uh, for something very exciting, something we like to call... What the bleep? Yeah! Toot! We're very excited about it. We're very... Okay, give me yours. <laughs> Sorry, I just... I asked Hannah for a pen and a piece of paper, and Josh beat her to the punch, but... Okay, there we go. I'll use Hannah. Take that punch. There we go. All right. You know, let me fold this in half. Let me get the... It's a Sharpie, too, and I prefer writing in Sharpie. I appreciate I know. you knowing that, Hannah. You're welcome. Thanks so much. All right, so uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, what the bleep? Let's meet our... Con- oh, first, let's try the music out, shall we? Let's see it. New computer. Right. Let's New see failures. Music. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, this is really... Hold on. We don't, we're totally not even prepared for this. Josh is good enough, honestly. Can you just do that for the next seven minutes? Can you borrow your lungs? Uh, no. Okay. All right, hang on. Where is this? This is, hold on. This is not even funny anymore. Why is it that we... This is really stressful. Yeah, you really have to stop because now you're just annoying. Where's the laptop? Sorry, it was just getting my... Oh. Do you guys hear that? 
Sure do. Oh, okay, thank God. Wow. I can't yeah. hear a difference. That's how I was that sounding. Took, yeah, it sounds the same to me. That took that took forever. Oh no, now I lost the hotkeys. <laughs> I hate sharing studios. Here, with I can be your Bing and Hannah can be your Buzz. No, how hold about on. That? We just, gotta, I'm sorry that you people have to listen to this, but this is what happens when we're understaffed. And, uh, Significant. We're fully stuffed right now. No, but like I'm doing multiple jobs. <laughs> you were doing jobs. Hang on, okay, which, hold on. Let's see. Let's see if we can hear this. Can you hear this? I'm thinking. Okay, there we go. Yes. All right. I'm glad I have so much help. All right. Let's uh, play the intro again. All right, ladies. It's time for what the bleep. Yay! <laughs> this is very. It was actually time for what the bleep 20 minutes ago, but whatever. Uh, Mike. Mike. I'm sorry. That's all the time we have for what the bleep today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mike, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Mike, how are you? Are you ready to play some What the Bleep? I am ready. Oh, you are ready. Fantastic. We're so glad to hear that. Uh, Mike, you're going to be playing against Mario. Mario, how are you? Outstanding. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing really good. Great. We're doing It's a me, a Mario. I love that. Uh, Mario, say hi to Mike. Mike, say hi to Mario. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mario. Good luck. Hey, look at that. Good luck. You guys are doing hey, Mike. Thank you, thank you. Here's how this works, guys. We're going to play you a clip from uh, this past week's shows. And what you're going to have to do is, uh, you know, it's like a news clip, something you may have seen or heard online. And what you have to do is we've bleeped out one word, just one word. And what you have to do is figure out what word we bleeped out. Now, it's a very family-friendly, clean word. We don't bleep out dirty words. It's going to sound dirty, but it ain't going to be dirty. Uh, So just make sure that you have that, you know, you keep that in the back of your mind. Please. Okay, here we go. Ready? Uh, We're going to start with you, Mike. We're going to start with you. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep, okay? Gotcha. All right, here we go. This is Vice President Joe Biden uh, calling someone who donated money to his campaign. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Tamika, Joe Biden, how are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm good. How are you? Uh, I call the <laughs> you. I just want to <laughs> you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you. <laughs> what do you what? What do you think, Mike? Uh, what, what, what the bleep? I hope he said thank you. You hope he said thank you? I call the <laughs> you. I just want to <laughs> you, you, you. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden. Oh, hold on. Yeah, we don't need to hear that 5,000 more. Uh, let's take a listen and see what he actually You said thank oh, you. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Tremika, Joe Biden, how are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm well. How are you? Uh, I call the thank you. Yeah, I just yeah, want to thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's what he wanted to do. Congratulations, Mike. You're on the board. You got yourself a point. All right. All right. Here we go. Mario, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Here we go, Mario. This is Louisiana Senator uh, John Kennedy. And he's speaking to um, Judge Amy Coney Barrett at her confirmation hearing. Listen uh, carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. Do you hate little warm <laughs> I do not hate little warm <laughs> Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. <laughs> what, uh, what do you think that word is there, Mario? Do you hate little worm Democrats? Do you hate little warm <laughs> Democrats? <laughs> let's take a let's take a listen and see. Do you hate little warm puppies? Oh <laughs> I do not hate little warm puppies. That's true, but most Democrats are dogs, so that's how you know it wasn't that. That was that wasn't a bad one though. That was that was uh, that was a good try, Mario. And, and don't worry, it's still anyone's game. Here we go. Are you ready, Mike, for your second one? All right, listen carefully. This is also from the Senate confirmation uh, hearing uh, for Amy Coney Barrett. This is Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep, okay? Here we go. Maybe you're home because you lost your job or maybe you got your kids crawling all over your c- 
right now. <laughs> oh. That's just inappropriate. I didn't that's, like that. That's, just, that's, that's, that's inappropriate. Oh, that my God. That one's gonna, that's going to result in a phone call, I'm sure. Uh, what, what do you think, Mike? I gotta go with uh, couch. You gotta go with you gotta go with couch. You gotta hope so. I hope so too. Maybe you're home because you lost your job, or maybe you got your kids crawling all over your couch right now. Yeah, nice, yeah, wow. Thank God it was couch, huh? That was a good oh, one. My God. All right, Mike, yeah. you're up. You're up two to one. Mario, are you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Listen carefully. This is your. Uh, this is President Donald Trump. Speaking at a rally, was this the Iowa rally? Uh, yeah, I think so. This is the rally in Iowa last night. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep, okay, uh, Mario? Okay. All right, here we go. I was pressing Joe Biden to tell the truth because the corrupt mainstream media right back there, all those c**ts right back there. <laughs> that's, that's a good trend. What, uh, what do you think, Mario? What's that word that we're looking for? All the fake media? <laughs> oh, you, you, listen to it one more time. Listen carefully one more time. Here we go. I was pressing Joe Biden to tell the truth because the corrupt mainstream media right back there, all those c**ts right back there. How about losers? How about losers? All right, let's take a listen and see. Let's take a listen and see what he said. I was pressing Joe Biden to tell the truth because the corrupt mainstream media right back there, all those cameras right oh, back there. It was cameras. Oh, boo. Yeah, it was cameras. Ah. That's, uh, that's, he always says that. He points to the cameras. He goes, look at those cameras back there. It's all the fake news. And that was a tough one. All right, Mike, here we go. Back to you. Are you ready? All right, listen carefully, uh, Mike. This is Donald Trump also at his rally in Iowa. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. Vice President Biden, you owe the people of America an apology because it turns out you are a corrupt. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Mike? Swamp dweller. A what? Swamp dweller. Swamp dweller. Swamp dweller. Oh, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. Uh, let's see. If, let's see if that's what he said. Vice President Biden. You owe the people of America an apology because it turns out you are a corrupt politician. Oh, same thing, but different word. I'm sorry, we can't accept it. So uh, it's still two nothing. All right, Mario, we go back to you. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Listen carefully, Mario. This is Tucker Carlson on his show yesterday talking about Jack Dorsey from Twitter. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Quote, our communication around our actions on the New York Post article was not great. And blocking URL sharing via tweet or DM with zero context as to why we're blocking, unacceptable. Huh. Writes like a <laughs> Manages the company like one, too. What, what, do you, what do you think Tucker said there? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I don't know. Listen one more time. Huh. Okay. Writes like a <laughs> Manages the company like one, too. What do you think? I hope he doesn't manage the company like one too. He says yeah, I, he says I, it doesn't it runs the company like one too. Just give me any guess. Uh, campaign. Campaign. Oh, here we go. Let's see if let's see if you were correct. Hold on, where's the right? Huh? Writes like a child. Manages like a, the company like one It was one child. Too. Yeah, that was that was a bummer. Not but like you, a know, child. Okay. And, you know what? And uh, that was the last one. You you wouldn't have been able to pull it out anyway. So congratulations, Mike, with a score of two to one. You are our big wiener today. Nice to see you. Yay.
All right. All right. Fantastic. Mario, thanks so much for everything. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you calling in. Uh, and Mike, hang tight. We'll, uh, we'll find something in, uh, in Josh. We'll be, we'll give you this black Sharpie that I used. Oh, that's to great. Keep score. And that, or maybe a t-shirt. And you'll have no Sharpie to keep score with. Oh, next you're time. right. All right. Ah, we, we better, true. we better send him a shirt. Uh, <laughs> 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. We got one more break. We're going to squeeze in a couple more phone calls here in just a minute. It's the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV. Marquee show. My name is So uh, just minutes ago, by the way, what do I hear? I hear something. I think you found the hearing. I did. What? Let me pause that. Let me. Pa- what am I hearing? Oh, that. Sorry. Thanks. Uh, so we've got a lot. Of, we're monitoring a lot of things. We're monitoring, of course, the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee hearings with Amy Coney Barrett, but also uh, Kevin McCarthy, who's the, um, the highest ranking Republican in the House of Representatives. He came out and he made a statement about the social networks um, that are, you know, yesterday we talked about how they were they were censoring the story about Hunter Biden. And I wanted to play just a clip with of that. less than three weeks to go till the election. Many Americans are eager to learn about the candidates. So it is imperative that our information channels are open and Americans can access stories by the press and from their own social circles. Congress believed in this power of information so much they created special liability protections for information platforms, such as technology companies like Facebook, Twitter, and Google. It is called Section 230. And I have believed in the principles outlined in the law. But it is clear that Section 230 in its current form is no longer working. Okay, so what he's going to do now is he's going to go after Section 230, which is basically... Just we... last week... Oh, hold on, he's still talking. Just Clarence Thomas said the courts have read sweeping new protections into 230. Okay, hang on, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But basically what's happening is now it looks like the Congress, the Republicans in Congress at least, are going to go and attack the social networks on 230, which is, we've talked about this before, and it's what made them uh, platforms, not publishers. So they were free from any kind of litigation. And now it looks like they're going to they're gonna try to scrap that and get rid of it. And it's going to I mean, look, this is fundamentally and this is, again, of the Democrats own doing because the Democrats who run these social platforms. And ironically, I was watching Kevin McCarthy say this on Twitter and we're broadcasting it now on, on Facebook and, and YouTube as well. Um, but basically what's going to happen is these social networks, by jumping in bed with the Democrats, have have ruined their own credibility by 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 not only forcing you to see information that is pro Biden and anti Trump but also keeping anti-Biden, pro-Trump information from being shared. They're basically writing their own ticket for a lengthy battle uh, with whatever Republicans um, are willing to, to, to fight them in the uh, House of Representatives and in the Senate. And in fact, if you look at what's trending right now, I mean, trending right now on Twitter, Joe Biden did not push a Ukraine prosecutor, a prosecutor out. Uh, the Washington Post confirms Rupert Murdoch predicts a landslide win for Biden. Eric Trump's ukraine scandal those are the top eric trump's ukraine scandal is is trending but hunter biden is not it, clearly there's there's censorship um pro one candidate and anti another and that's why it looks like it's going to be i mean it is going to be a, a a brutal battle it's going to be a tough one for either side to win 
but the social media networks have opened themselves up to a world of hurt. And they did it probably because at this point they think they've done enough to get Joe Biden to win. Maybe they think they can even take the Senate and run the gamut and control everything. Maybe that's their thought process. So they don't have to worry about any repercussions from the Republicans because they just don't think the Republicans will have any power left whatsoever. I mean, again, I, y- y- if you look at the polls, maybe you feel that way. But if you look at the enthusiasm, it's totally different. 855-765-1045. Banning the Donald Trump campaign account. I mean, I think you're, ju- you're just asking for it at that point. Uh, this is John in Riverside. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, K Pasta, Mark. What's up, man? Hey, what's hey. going on? Well, I always thought that uh, getting banned on Facebook was always for, like, the Milo Yiannopoulos and the Gavin McInnes and the other, you know, more influential rabble-rousers than myself. But I'm, I'm, I got about 300 friends, and I am convinced I've been censored on Facebook. So about two weeks ago, I get a notification saying, hey, you know, you need to verify your account. Someone may have logged in. Please go to verify. And it's been two weeks. There's no, there's it's endless uh, loopholes. I'm in this weird limbo. There's nothing I can do to verify my account. So mm. they never outright banned me. But and I've never really been vocal on Facebook until I saw Minneapolis burn down. Yeah. And then I just I just I just couldn't hold back. And then I noticed I've been getting a ton of uh, interactions on Facebook, lots of likes, lots of you know discussions. It started going like crazy. Now all of a sudden I can't get into my Facebook account no matter what I do. I'll tell you what, John, I would be careful about that too because that could be a scammer as well. We we're always getting scammed. There's people always posting stuff on our Facebook page, and uh, you know these social networks will tell you they'll never ask you for your password. So if you go somewhere and they ask you for your password, don't give it to them because it may be someone trying to take control of your account. Listen, we got to get out of here, but there's there's dueling town hall tonight. Donald Trump on NBC. Joe Biden on ABC. It's going to they're both doing town hall meetings. They're both answering questions directly from the voters and they're both going head to head. So we'll try to listen to as much as both of them as we can and bring you all the highlights tomorrow. Uh, In the meantime, stay tuned for traffic, weather news and Rush Limbaugh. That's all next on 104.5 WOKD. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar 49 perfect with our classic fries price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer ba-da-ba-ba-ba